Last time on Universe RJ. I feel like their whole purpose was comic relief in a way, but like they had their own issues because they talked about like they mentioned it briefly, like hey, we've all lost something. Yeah, and that part was like thinking about it, it's giving me goosebumps because it's especially when John Mulaney's in Spider Ham, he's like, we've all lost someone. That's the that's the job. And he delivers it so well that you're like, yeah, it's a cartoon. It's a cartoon-esque character. Like, his vibe is cartoony. But he's so emotional about it, it kind of works. And I kind of get emotional thinking about it. I don't think there was a better person to deliver the line, uh, like, you can't save anyone. Yeah. Everyone. Than the cartoon character. Yeah. Because even though he's like, yeah, I come from this cartoonish world. I literally have hammer space in my pockets. Yeah. But you're not always going to save the day. A.K.A. the blackest man on earth. And to my adjacent is Jonas, the brownest man in town. I don't know why when people do things like that where it's like the blankest thing of yeah. blank. The first one doesn't rhyme, but then the second one rhymes. <laughs> or it's like, it's always like, uh, what is it, when alliterative? Uh, when it's like the same Yeah, word. yeah, uh, literacy. Alliteration. Yeah, alliteration. I don't know why people do that, but I just fell into one of those trappings. But welcome to the podcast, everyone. Uh, we have we it's been a it's been a wild couple of weeks in the world of entertainment. Oh yeah, uh, Spider Man has destroyed everything in its path, and everyone is bowing to its power. Uh, I've heard nothing but uh, I've heard mixed things about Aquaman. Have not really? I've heard, I've heard I've heard a lot of good things, but like. People have been saying that Aquaman is better as uh like the DC is doing better with their solos, but it's only been like one since Justice League. Yeah, um, I've heard that it's like it's exactly what you expect of a DC movie, but it's yeah. And the director James Wan, great director. He did all the Conjuring movies. Um, you could really see his style in, in a lot of the shots and uh. It's it's it works very well, and I'm I'm surprised at how how well it kind of worked with the whole underwater stuff. The fight scenes were good though. Okay. Yeah. See, I don't know why I thought it was the same dude that. Oh, my W's not working. I don't know why I thought it was the same dude that directed the Hulk, but those were Ang. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's an Ang movie. I was like, no, that's not, <laughs> there's no way it's him. But I like James Wan as a horror director. Gotta check out Aquaman and see how he does. Yeah, that. just to get my own opinion of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, but, it's um, all about your own opinions about what you guys think. Don't follow our opinions, even though most of the time we have correct opinions, especially about fan casting. 
Yeah, we be right as fuck. <laughs> fuck you. You better listen to our business, bitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. That was a joke. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> the people at DC and Marvel are like, we better follow these guys' opinions because he just threatened us. Uh, hold on. John Favreau, come over here and help me write some of these opinions down. Especially this fucking Michael Jai White one about <laughs> Magneto. We should do this, okay? That is uh, it's still such a great idea. It's still such a great idea. It's an amazing idea. Um, how fucked up would that be if they did go with apoth- uh, apartheid, but they went with a white person? <laughs> <laughs> that would be hurt. Because that would make no sense for his character because he would be the oppressor. Would um, be. That would be so fucked up. They would make him super evil for now. <laughs> but yeah, welcome to the podcast. This week we are going a little in a in a, in a well, it's not a different direction because we've done something like this before. But we're doing something a little different. We're doing video games. Doing a video game. We're doing video games, guys, because we like video games. Here's the thing: uh, Rex plays video games. I have played video games once or twice before. Uh, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about getting a Switch. I know. It's, it's just great. the problem is, like, I have a problem. I don't know if any of you guys out there in the world have this same problem. I buy video games, and then I will play it for, like, a month, and then I will just stop playing it. Well, there's a good way to supplement this problem by buying games that you can finish. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about it anymore, <laughs> because me, personally, like, I have a certain, like, you know, it's very step. Like, if you were to assume what a black person like myself would play as a video game, especially a black male of my age, you would assume that I only play, like, sports games and uh, uh, shooting games. But I, I don't like Madden. I hate 2K, and, I don't, and I'm terrible at first-person shooters. So the third thing you would assume is fighting games, and you would be right, because I fucking love fighting games. I'm bad at them, <laughs> but I love them. And... I also like playing RPG games because there's something about the power fantasy mm-hmm. that just like watching my character become gods <laughs> and me being in control of them is just satisfying as fuck. Also, I like platformers. So. I, I, uh, for real, t- for real though, if there was a real life sword art online like that, like you could go into the game, would you do it? Nope. nope. Why? Are you afraid to get trapped in the game? <laughs> <laughs> Nope. Don't want to stay on level one until someone rescues us. I'm gonna stay in this virtual reality, not go into another one. I'm I'm gonna I'm like virtual reality, like immersive virtual reality to the point where you can feel what's happening to you is terrifying to me. It's like being in a box, but it's a world, a big world that's inside of a box, (laughs) and then you die in the game and you die in real life, and that would suck. So. Mm-mm. But you didn't like Would you didn't you like though? Sword Art Online, right? I hate it. I hate it. Why? Sword Art sucks because, dude, Sword Art takes one of its best characters and makes her into a damsel in distress uh. for no reason, and then it does this thing where you know how some shows will have a monster of the, of the yeah. Week? This show has a girlfriend of the week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Where the man. The main character guy will just go off and do things, and girls will fall in love with him, and he's just the biggest Mary Sue because oh my God, it's Kirito. He's a he's he was a beta tester, but he's also a cheater, so we call him beater. a beater. They call him yeah. a beater. It's but 
so the way he like so like said that line in the English version also was horrible. He's just like, <laughs> you can call. Yeah, I was a beta tester, and I might be a cheater. Then you can call me a beater. Like he, a he beater. did like this cool anime like flick of the wrist. I'm, like, I'm like, dude, that's. Oh, he put he put on a, a black jacket as he was saying that because he won that black jacket in the first. Yeah, he did. Oh my god, he did. <laughs> I'm a beater. He's like the quintessential Mary Sue because he's good at everything, yeah. and everyone falls in love with him, and he's just Big Dick Daddy Kirito, and everybody fawns over him and everything that he does. Yeah, but no one knows. And like they take the, go ahead. They take what? They take the way better character. They take the way better character in Asuna. Yeah. And they turn her into a damsel in distress who's like being a, like molested for very oh god yeah of the show I forgot about that it's it's yeah. bad it's really um bad. they don't what they don't show you is that he is just grinding on low level characters until he gets to like level four hundred exactly and then he's like beasting on everybody like, who is this character Kirito he's so strong and then you see the girl characters with the same faces and they're just like oh my god Kirito you're so cool and cool strong I love you so much and then you see Klein and Klein's like oh my god Kirito you're so cool and so strong I love you so much it's so but introduce me to all these girls Introduce me to and the girls, Kirito, please. Like, <laughs> I don't love you. He like twenty something years old, and all these girls that he's asking are that are cute are like thirteen or fourteen, something like that. They're like fifteen and sixteen, and he's like this borderline thirty year old, and he's just like, oh god, they're so cute. Like, dude, I get it's Japan, yeah, and the laws are different. Yeah. <laughs> but stop it. Uh, please. please, you're being yeah, very blocked I, right now. Um, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, guys, that we're not talking about Sword Art Online today. We are talking about we are a very good video game from both of our pasts. I used to play it all the time. Rex, how about you? And I have a very long history with this series. Uh, not the original, but everything that came after yeah. it. Specifically, the TV show that came out of it as mm -hmm. well. And uh, do you want to introduce a series or should I? I will. I will say uh, the series that we, the game series that we are going to be fan casting is Mega Man. Super fighting robot. Mega Man. Like, I love Mega mm. Man. I've loved Mega Man forever. I could not play those older games when I was younger because they were too hard. Yeah. And I couldn't play Mega Man X either because those games were too hard. But I watched the TV show, and as I got older, there was a series that came out called Mega Man Battle Network. Yes, I remember that. And I I played the shit out of Battle yeah, Network. Yeah, Battle Network was actually really fun. It was super fun. And it was it was right up my alley because it was like an RPG, mm. but it was like an action RPG where you had to shoot things and you would gain power as you got stronger and shit yeah. like that. Which is which is quintessential Mega Man. But, yeah, you know. but I, I was I was part of the um, old school uh, vibe where you would you would uh, absorb the powers after you defeat the boss. You had to go through the levels and stuff like yeah. that. Um, I remember yeah. one time I, I was on the old school Game Boy Advance. That's not that old school. <laughs> I was playing Game Boy Advance and um, I had I was so close. I had like two more boss levels, I think, and yeah. then. One of the I went to a like a family friend party, 
and this little kid there wanted to play and I was like yeah sure you can play I didn't realize he saved over all the games every time so he died at least 20 times and saved over every one so it was impossible to recover if you could recover back then that's that's happened to me before like my little brother came over and saved over one of my pokemon files and i was i was like you are not allowed to touch anything (laughs) in this house without my permission at this point i'm 18 but still though it's mine So I was like, no, don't. I had someone. I had a. I had a Mew one time, and someone wanted to play Mew, and then he. So I let him borrow my cartridge with my next door neighbor. He he traded it. He traded the fucking Mew, and I was livid. This is Pokemon Red, Pokemon Red. I was livid. I. That's why. I'm like, what do you want me to do for you? I'll just give you stuff. Don't you're not getting anything from me. I'm not letting you borrow it. You wanna you want a Squirtle? I can breed you a Squirtle yeah. right now. I'm not giving you shit yeah. though. <laughs> um, oh man, but Mega Man. Mega Man. Um, so the way we're gonna go about this, I guess we'll go as a live action TV series or a movie. I I would rather see a movie. I would rather see Mega Man with a budget. Okay. I want to see what that's like. Uh, Especially because we live in an age where Detective Pikachu is coming <laughs> yes. out. There is a Sonic the Hedgehog movie coming out. Like, I want... there. People are giving video game movies a second chance. I think Mega Man, if any... If all of them deserves a second yeah. chance. If anything, Mega Man deserves to be the live action. The first live action so- Sega movie of this generation. It's not Sega. It's is Capcom. it? Oh. I suck. Yes. Capcom movie of this generation. Yes, because they haven't had one since Street yeah. Fighter. By the way, love Street Fighter. Wait, no, Wait. I'm wrong. What's the, what was the last Capcom movie? Resident Evil. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Forgot about that shit. God. Okay, never mind. It deserves to be the first good live action Capcom movie of this yeah. generation. People will argue with me on that one. I don't care. I don't like the Resident yeah. Evil movies. Not even the first one. First one's alright, but other than yeah. that, um, the uh, wait, no, <laughs> what was what was House of House of the Dead? <laughs> House of the Dead is I want to say it's Konami. Okay, good. <laughs> that was a bad movie. That was, that was bad. bad, and you know how I feel about movies. Yeah, and when you say that movie's bad, that movie. Guys, bad. start a list of like things that Jonas thinks this is a bad movie. Let's watch it. <laughs> That list uh, is gonna be interesting. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but yeah, Mega Man's such a great character. I don't understand why it hasn't been made into a live action film, or if anyone has the rights to Mega Man. Um. Who Who would have it? I'm not sure. I think Capcom has the rights to it for now. I hmm. remember the old cartoon was created by I think it was Deke or something like that, like D I C whatever they were called. Mm-hmm. Um. There was another cartoon. I can't remember who it was made by. I want to say it was made by Viz Media. But there was one based off of Mega Man Battle Network that came out like 10 years ago, maybe. Mm. So it's possible. I don't, I'm not sure who retains those rights right now. But Mega Man is... it. I, I wouldn't, I'm not going to say it would be easy. But I feel as though it would be... Oh, no. House of the Dead is Sega. Oh, okay. 
but I feel like it would be a very easy access video game movie because it's easy like the plot is easy to understand it's not super complicated yeah. it's not convoluted it's like fun for everybody yeah and it's yeah like you said it's a simple story and it's it's it would be easy to uh sell it as because even if you don't know video games and you don't know Mega Man it's a it's a movie about a a, a robot kid with a with a gun on his arm who yeah. doesn't love that as an action movie and dude, the toys that this motherfucker could sell. Oh shit. <laughs> the toys would be crazy. But yeah, so we gotta tell them what Mega Man is about. Because I'm guessing we're going OG Mega Man, the original. Yeah. Alright. So... Also, we have to talk about which characters we're gonna do. Cause... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Rex, I feel like you're better at, you know, supplying the knowledge of video game characters than I am. Okay, well, let me break it down for you guys real quick. Mega Man, uh, known as Rockman in Japan, is a series that stars uh, Mega Man, or his original name, Rock. He was originally a helper robot for Dr. Light, who is the creator of robots in this world. And one day, Dr. Light realizes that uh, some of his past creations uh, that were created uh, for different means like construction or uh, just to help in general society have been corrupted by his former partner known as Dr. Wiley and he turns the robots into his robot masters who are bent on taking over the world pretty much mm-hmm. um, and Rock is taken by Dr. Light, uh, reprogrammed and turned into what is called a super fighting robot in that he has the power to like not only defeat the robot masters but he can take their powers after he defeats them and he can use them against the other robot masters and in the games it is a very quintessential ability because certain robot masters are weak to certain other robot masters abilities so he can use this as a strategy when he's fighting against them and to defeat Dr. Wily. And there's also Roll. Roll is a very prominent character. Uh, she is basically Mega Man's sister. And she is really good at cleaning stuff up. But she's also very strong within her own right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's pretty much the gist of everything. Because every game it's like Dr. Wily is out there taking the robot masters and doing stuff again. And Mega mm-hmm. Man's like, I'll stop them and steal their powers and become a god. And this... It's, 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 it goes like that for a while. They really don't stop Doctor Wily. He just gets away every they now don't. and again. But that's like with any bad guy for any superheroish thing storyline. Because yeah. they're like, like, why isn't the Joker dead? Obviously, Batman has his qualms with killing Joker, but i mean the police have the government has the right to execute him he's they murdered totally people totally have the right to execute him and they don't they don't which is weird <laughs> like we know he's crazy but like still crazy people that a crazy person that has murdered let's say thousands of people oh yeah that's that's a lot of people even if you are crazy that's murder um but yeah, <laughs> that's just, it's just weird that they don't do that for any, any video game kind of, or video game, comic books, stuff like that. 
Um, but yeah, which we should be talking. We should find out which characters we want to do. Definitely Mega Man, Doctor Wily, Doctor Light. I think we should do Roll as well. Yeah, Roll. Um, did you want to do uh, Zero? Zero is an X, and X is like the future of Mega Man, the original. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to do Zero, but I we think I think we should do Proto Man. Proto Man, yeah, because he's the he's uh, the right, original. Yeah, he's uh, the he's the prototype of Mega Man, and I think yeah. Mega Man was number like the first robot that they made after Proto Man. I mean, yeah. I gotta. I'm gonna look up the Robot Masters numbers because they all have certain numbers. Proto Man, who is known in Japan, like I I love the Japanese naming of some of these characters because most of their names are music based. Yeah. So like the, oh, the, the Doctor Light part is I feel like it's a race kind of thing because originally his name is Doctor Wright and not Doctor Light. Uh, I thought his is it, it yeah that makes sense that makes sense that it would be a race thing when they're talking I guess they changed the R to L because Japanese yeah which is weird <laughs> but Proto Man's name is super weird because his main color scheme is red and gray and yellow but his name is Blues yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> which I find funny okay but, yeah I think we should do Proto Man. Okay, uh, so Mega Man, Proto Man, uh, Doctor Wily, Doctor Light, and Roll. Yes. And those are essentially the main characters. So. Pretty much. Yeah, and like, we don't have to do. What's the dog's name? Oh, uh, Rush. Rush. That's a fucking badass ro- dog robot, though. Hell, fucking yeah, Rush. Rush just Rush lives to be sacrificed. He just shows up, does stuff for Mega Man, and disappears again. And he's like, "All right, I'm done." Pretty See. much. But do you want to start off with Mega Man, or do you want to start off with our least known characters? Going I want to start off with. Well, let's let's leave Mega Man for last. Okay. Who should we, should we start, start off with? Let's start off with the bad guy, Doctor Wily. Yeah. Okay. And I know we joke about this. But I legit think it should be Steve Buscemi. <laughs> that would be a good choice. Damn, that would be a good choice. Because I was thinking... I was thinking Christopher Lloyd. Ooh! <laughs> I mean, he's... But he's he's so old now. I don't know if he'd be up for that. I mean, does like, he still... He still acts, though, right? He does. But yeah, he does smaller movies now. Yeah. Because I saw him in a movie recently where he played, like, this weird monster that was eating people. But it's disguised as an old man, and what movie is this? I, can't remember. Uh, I think it was called "I Am Not a Killer." I think that's what it's called. And he plays this weird old man who's like secretly a monster and killing people, and he gets into this feud with a kid who is he who's trying to fight against his like psychotic urges to murder people. Okay. And it was really weird. It was like a really indie film. I think it was made in Canada. Um, but last time I saw it, it was on Netflix. It might be on Hulu now. I am looking at the poster, and Christopher Lloyd looks badass on the po- he poster. Looks menacing, fucking menacing. You know what? 
I would go with your choice. Put some facial hair on Christopher Lloyd. That's a give him a give him a mustache and a weird fucking shit on the side. I think he could just grow that out naturally because he's bald. Yeah. Like just grow his hair out. Yeah. And have him looking crazy as fuck. And like it's not the it's not out of the realm for him to act kind of crazy the way that Doctor Light looks. That's true. So I mean, he's very like Christopher Lloyd is like one of the better actors to play a villain because he still scares the shit out of me from Who Framed Roger Oh, <laughs> definitely. That so, when he's yelling, when he's getting crushed, that's a scary thing right there. Yeah. Um. Christopher. So I I would say Christopher Lloyd. I still like Steve Buscemi though, but I want him to be something else. I just can't remember what that other character was. He should be Steve Buscemi should be uh, one of the robot masters. Ooh. Like he should be like the voice of Cutman. Oh, oh, that's good. That's good. I like that. Like Steve Buscemi as Cutman would be the shit. It would be. I, 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 the way when you said it, I could hear it, cause I think Cutman had that type of voice in the cartoon, right? He did. He was like a real like. He was like he was more of a henchman than he is in the video games, cause in the video games he's like a threat. But in the the show, he's like a henchman, him and Gutsman. Yeah. So like, if him and Gut, we should do Gutsman too. He was the bigger. What? He was like the big bold, like a uh, bulldozer. A, yeah, the big bulldozer looking dude. We should do him as well. But I think Steve Buscemi could totally be Cutman. Yeah. Goldberg as as the other guy. Goldberg. Bill Goldberg. Uh, yeah. yeah, he could do it. Cut or do you want? Who's that? Who's that? Um, big black dude has like a really deep voice. He's he's like always a character actor. Kevin Michael Richards. Kevin Michael Richards. Let me see. Wait, is it? Does he do voices a lot? No. No. Mm. He he's he was a football player. He was in um that movie with the Rock. Uh no, not that guy. The guy he was in the movie with the Rock. Uh, the game plan, and he was like one of the. Guards, hold on. The game um, he, if you saw him, you'd be like, "Oh, that fool," because he, like, he has such the he's such a deep, menacing voice. He was he was the right hand man of uh, Ben Stiller in um, in uh, Dodgeball. He's in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Jamal Duff is his Jamal name. Right? Found him. Yes, I know who you're talking about because he he's in Brooklyn Nine Nine as uh, Terry's brother-in-law. Yeah, the one that intimidates Terry, who's yeah. big as fuck. <laughs> Dude, yo, he could totally be guts, man. Yeah, because he has Dude, a he's six seven. What the fuck? He could he could also do the. Uh, like, what's it called? The stop, the not the stop motion. The uh, the mocap, the motion capture for it. Yes. 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 That's a good one. Okay. All right. We got Cutman and Gutsman. We we just did some random fan fan casting right there, guys. You're welcome. You're welcome. Welcome to the process. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, who do you, who do you want to do next? I say we do Dr. Light. Okay. Um, 
I'm going with this guy strictly like he's a good actor. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going with him mostly based off of look. Yeah. Um, but you've seen this guy before. Hold on, let me look up his name because I don't know his real name. I just know the name of the character, the main character that he plays that everybody knows of. Um, it, I'm guessing it's the guy from Walking Dead. No. Oh, okay. Never mind. No, 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 no. Uh, his real name is Robbie Coltrane. Robbie Coltrane. Why does that sound familiar? He is Scottish. Uh, and he plays Hagrid in Harry Potter. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. He's very, like, you know, he has that look to him where it's just like, okay, this, he, he looks, like, cuddly. Yeah, and Dr. Light is always portrayed as this, like, forthright, happy-go-lucky old man who's like, all right, Mega Man, you can do it. I believe in you. Yeah. And... I think uh, Robbie Coltrane could really put that on because he's got this big cuddly look about him. You slap a beard on him, you got fucking Dr. Light slash Father Christmas slash Santa Claus right there waiting for you. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he can grow a beard, though. I've never seen him with one. Just a mustache. Maybe he doesn't have uh, beards. Here's what I'm thinking. Okay. Is This, this is a um, left part. This is out of the left park. Out of the left park? Is that, the, is that the same? Left field. That's yeah. the one. Um, imagine he grew a beard. Uh, and he just gained like a little bit more weight. But Ant- Antonio Banderas. That is weird. That's pretty weird. That's pretty weird. But like, I don't know. I When I saw the picture of Dr. Light, I was like, why do I see Antonio Banderas in this character? <laughs> Come on, Mega Man. You must believe in yourself. You must do it, Mega Man. Hold on. Use the... (laughs) You gotta look up one of him. He has... There's one of him with a beard, and I I, I don't know. It just... I want to look up pictures of Dr. Light and have them side by side. (laughs) Because, honestly, like, you... You might not be terribly off. Because young Dr. Light... You know what? <laughs> just imagine. That's like, a, just... No, I'm just like, that's not a bad choice, honestly. I'm looking at him now. Like, young... Like, Dr. Light... Hmm. Okay. It's pulling up a lot of DC Dr. Light. Hold up. Dr. Light Mega Man. Because I don't want DC's Dr. Light. He's a scumbag. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was the worst. He was the worst. Hmm. Um, there's a, there is currently a Mega Man cartoon. I did not know that. Right now? Yes. Did not know that either. Holy shit! I don't know if it's still airing, but there was there is one on Cartoon Network apparently. Jesus. Antonio Banderas wouldn't be a bad choice, honestly, because he's older now. Because I'm always picturing when I picture Antonio Banderas, I picture like Zoro versus Sever. Oh. <laughs> I picture X versus Sever second Jonas. You should know okay. this by now. I, I mean, yeah, Zoro is a very good one too. Um, and he has a beard in that as well. He does for Tom for a while. Banderas with wait uh, with beard. 
Wait. Okay, I got one, but I want you to bear with me on this one. Okay. It's going to be a little weird. Weirder than Antonio Banderas? It's a little weirder than Antonio Banderas. It might be a little less weird than Antonio Banderas, but I just... Why won't it let me put a W? I forgot my W key doesn't work. Antonio Banderas beard. B E beard. There we go. But I was gonna say, what if? Oh damn, that beard is snow white, and he is just—he's still sexy though. He's Antonio Banderas. That's why. Jesus, Antonio. He wouldn't be a bad choice though. He wouldn't be a bad choice at all. Just paint his, just dye his hair a little grayer, or a little whiter. Yeah, he'd be a pretty good choice. And just like ten more pounds, fifteen ten, at most. Ten or fifteen more pounds, make him, give him a little pudge. Yeah, just a little bit. Make something him to make him, something to make him look jolly. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, what was I gonna say? Yeah, yeah. Okay, now, now bear with me on this one. Okay. John C. Riley. I could see that. I could see that. Hey, hey, Mega Man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mega Man. How you doing? <laughs> uh, let me think. Let me think. Um. Uh, I can't do it. There's a there's an actor that does it very well. The guy from um, uh, Walking Dead. Wait. Fuck John C. Riley. No against. No offense, John C. Riley. I thought Will Ferrell. <laughs> Will Ferrell would be interesting. John C. Riley as Wiley would be interesting too. Yeah. And Will Ferrell's being Doctor Light would be interesting. But okay, hold on. Let me look up his name because I know the name of the TV show he was in and what his name was on there. Nick Offerman. Offerman. Oh, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman. Yeah. Oh, that's that would be so good because his beard is so. Masculine as well. Yes, but he's got like this jolly tendency about him. Mega Man, you need to go and fight against the robot masters. <laughs> he, he does. What if he does the whole uh, Ron Swanson voice? He's yes. like, "Listen here, Mega Man. I don't care how you defeat Light or how you defeat Wily, as long as you do it, son. All right? Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Just make sure there's no proof of everything that you've done. All right?" <laughs> No evidence, no nothing. If you gotta kill him, I didn't say that. But if you gotta kill him, <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. Uh, you know what? God, we have so many good choices for Doctor Light. Dude, I was straight up about to throw Tom Selleck out there too. <laughs> <laughs> God, uh, Tom Selleck's too serious. Yeah, he's a little too serious. Nick Offerman, I think Antonio Banderas is a good choice. Now I saw him with a beard. Cause holy shit. Like, at first I was iffy about it, but I was like, damn, that beard, though. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. Seeing Nick Offerman without a beard right now scaring the shit out of me. Yeah, that's pretty scary. <laughs> okay. Hey, you get out of here. Uh, shout out to Nick Offerman. Offerman. But, uh... uh mm. I'm gonna leave it up because uh, I agreed with your choice on Wiley on Light Wiley I'm gonna leave this one up to you you know what I'd say we give it a chance and give give Antonio Banderas a go 
Okay. That's how you do it. <laughs> we're saying this as if we're going to give him the job. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's so put him down. Let's get Antonio. Let's give him a call. Let's Antonio. Yeah. Let's have him do uh, one more read real quick. Yeah, we'll bring him in for another audition. Call, call his people. Let him know that he might. Yeah. He's in contention for the role. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Now it's time for roll call. Roll. Roll. Um, roll. Roll. Um, who? Do you have any choices for roll? I wasn't trying to think of one because initially I was thinking. Um. Shit, her name is Jane. Uh huh. Jane. Her last name is escaping me. I want to say Jane Every or Jane Ivory. It's Jane something. With, okay, I'm gonna just look it up because I'm stupid. Um, she was in Jane Levy. Levy. That's what I'm thinking of. Jane Levy. Didn't, didn't we fan cast her for something recently? I don't remember doing that. We probably did, but I don't remember doing it. What was um? <laughs> it was your choice, also. It was. I just don't remember what it was for. And I like her as an actress because she's really good. And I just yeah. want to put her in everything. Uh, I was gonna say Jane Levy, but like, I'm used her. Be- I've used her before. So I'm trying to. Oh, you uh, you chose her for Boma. I did choose her for Boma. Yeah. I 100 percent did. Uh, and I look should, if you have a crush on on Jane Levy, I, just let us know. There was a point where I did. Not gonna lie to you, I don't know what movie it was. I think it might have been after I saw Evil Dead, but mm. had a crush on her for a little bit. Uh, if my girlfriend's listening to this, listen, <laughs> we've brought this up in conversation before about the white women actresses we think are beautiful. All right. We've had this mm-hmm. conversation. We still have this conversation like every two weeks. <laughs> uh, Do you guys it, ever have matching matching celebrity crushes? We have. I just can't remember who exactly. Mm. It's no Cat Dennings. We both agreed on Cat Dennings. Mm. Um, but I want. I was gonna say Jane Levy, but I want to go with someone younger. Mm. And would like, you? I, would you like my choice? You go for your see. choice, and I'm gonna keep looking for a little bit. Um, do, have you seen um, uh, fuck, what's this movie? Uh, Ready Player One yet? Yeah, no. Okay. Uh, I know who you're talking the, about, though. Olivia Cook. Yes, that's we've used. Is she her related to Rachel Lee Cook? I don't think so. I think she's British. Have we used her before? I swear we've used her for something before. I just can't remember what. I feel like we brought her up before. What? I just can't huh. remember. But that's not a bad choice. Yeah. I just saw her. It's her birthday today. Happy birthday, Olivia Cook. Happy birthday, Olivia um, Cook. Uh, I saw her face and I was like, she would look like a good uh, role. She would look like she could fill out the role. Of role? Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. Or, what is the name of the younger Dakota, uh, the younger Fanning sister? There's one younger than Dakota. 
yeah, there's Dakota and uh, L L Fanning. L Fanning. I'm just learning about shit on this podcast right now. I didn't even know there was another Fanning person out there. L Fan. I don't know how to spell it. E L E L L E E L L E Fanning. L Fanning. Yeah, she was in Super Eight. Oh yeah, I've seen her before. Yeah. Hmm. She I was in uh We Bought a Zoo. She was in a lot of stuff. Like I've seen <laughs> yeah, her in she a has lot of different places. Hmm. I don't know why I'm hmm. I don't know about her. Hmm. I don't know about her. Something I feel like we should save her for something else. Okay. Like this is a real casting call we're doing. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was somebody else I was thinking of, but I completely no. I remember who it was now. Um, her name. I remember watching this show with my little cousin one day, and mm-hmm. realizing what it was at the last minute. But she was in a show called Girl Meets World. Is she the main girl? Not the main, not the main one. She's not the main one. She's her best friend. Her name is, is it Sabrina Carpenter? Sabrina Carpenter. Mm. She's good. She's she's very she's she plays spunky well. Oh, when I ooh, think, was she in Horns? Horns? I've never seen Horns. Yeah, I don't I remember have, in Horns, but there she was. But she plays Spunky really, really well. She does. And Roll is always a Spunky character, despite her... I hate doing this. Despite Jeez, her role in the story. She's 19. Didn't expect that. Yeah, she's, Cause she's the, fairly Because the girl meets world, I feel like they're 13. I think... Oh, this three years, 16, huh? No, this... I think the girl who is the main character in Girl Meets World is fairly young. Yeah. You know what? I got an even better idea for role. She was in A Wrinkle in Time, and her name is Storm Reed. Storm Reed. She's By the 15. way, Sabrina Carpenter has a lot of short videos that she just puts on IMDb. Really? Like uh, a real yeah. actor's reels? It's like Sabrina Carpenter, eyes wide open. Sabrina Carpenter, we will will be the star. Sabrina Carpenter, the middle of the starting over. And there is at least, okay, from 2014, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, seventeen shorts with her name, Sabrina Carpenter, then something else. Holy shit. She's really, really trying to get her name out there. I respect, yeah, I mean, I respect the hustle. Yeah, I respect the hustle. She, I mean, she has name recognition. She's on Sophia the First as Princess Vivian. I've never seen Sophia the First. Really? So I don't know. I watched, like, I watched like one or two episodes. No, you didn't, Jonas. You watched the whole series with your niece. And you know <laughs> no, I didn't. I promise. <laughs> Whatever you say. I mean, she has uh, she has name recognition because of you know Girl Meets World. They redid Adventures of Babysitting. Yeah, there was a Disney Channel original movie remake of it. 
Did not know that. Didn't watch it, but knew it existed. No. But I was going to say Storm Reed would be pretty good. Um, She was the main... Storm Reed, hold on. She's the main girl? Yeah, in in, uh, Wrinkle in Time. How was she in that? She was good. She was very good. She plays... uh, She's... It's like a... How can I explain what her character is? She's very... She's like lost and trying to find her way in a world, and she feels alone because, uh, like, her dad is missing, and people are saying that he left them, and all sorts of stuff. And she plays like a character trying to find themselves in a universe that's way bigger than she thought it was, very well. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she could bring something a little different to role. Mm hmm. Uh, because Roll, like, people assume, like, oh, Roll doesn't do much. She's just, like, the cleaner. She doesn't help out. But Roll, like, despite what her main function is, is mm-hmm. very well adept at fighting, just like Mega Man is. Yeah. And she uses what she got to her advantage, so. Yeah. Um, I like that idea. I like that. She looks good. She looks like she could play, she could do the role. Yeah. Uh, I would like to see her as roll with glasses and then her glasses break as she goes, fuck this shit, God! And then just goes off and fighting. Dude. Dude. She'd um, be like the personal protector of Dr. Light when the robot masters attack. That would be great, yeah. Would be fucking and then, weird. like, imagine Steve Buscemi just like, oh, God, what did we do? I thought she was just a cleaner robot. Hey, man, you assume too much. She's just kicked her asses. Her right. bird. So too much. <laughs> That's my impression of Jamal. <laughs> um, Jamal uh, Duff. Hey there, who, Tiny by the Terry. way, played. Um, he did stunts for the Thor, the first Thor movie. So he Man. played like Thor, I guess, doing Thor stunts. That's lit. That's fucking. Imagine lit. if he did Thor stunts for that movie. That would be do great. You, do you do you imagine if he was Thor? Like, do you know how upset people would be about that? Oh. I would scream. Thor's not black. Okay. Well, who said he was white? <laughs> the Norse. Who cares? <laughs> the the Vikings. Thor's not even blind. He's a ginger in the Viking lore tellings of him. So, mm-hmm. bitches. <laughs> <laughs> mm, bitches. Uh, okay. Uh, we will go with uh, Storm Reed. I like that name, Storm. She's got a powerful name, Storm it Reed. Does. She's not like that loser, Daystorm Power. God, fuck that guy. Fucking loser. Hello, world! <laughs> That's my impression of him. Hello, world, it's your boy, Daystorm Power. Remember me from Vine? <laughs> Vine sucked! It's but dead I now. It. I love Vine. Shout out to Vine. Vine sucks. Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck all those guys that were, like, talking <laughs> shit about Vine. And then they're like... Oh, man, I miss Vine. Yeah. <laughs> you bitch. Uh, what was that one name? Darius Benson. Do you remember Darius Benson? Yeah. And uh, I loved it. Uh, Karen clapped back so hard on him, where he he made a video, a YouTube video, posted it, and it said why Vine is dying, and he was like, "This is why Vine's dying. This is why it sucks now." Blah blah blah. blah. And then. I guess Karen watched the video. I watched the video, and then in the comments of his Twitter, she goes, "Yeah, and that's why they took you to." This is literally right after you got. You posted this right after you got back from uh, 
the UK on Vine's dime. Like, Vine flew him out to the UK, and then he posted that video when he got back. Wow. Isn't that fucked? So fucked. Darius Benson can suck a dick. Eat ass, Darius Benson. <laughs> People are going to look this up and be like, hmm. 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 Uh, you know what? I'll fight Darius Benson. I- I- I'm pretty strong now. Jonathan got confident now. He's swollen in the gym. He's like, I will fight anyone right now. I fl- I, I constantly flex while f- recording with Rex. Oh, fuck yeah. Look at the muscles rippling. He flex. Oh, so bad. I'm going to jump out of a window. Uh- <laughs> 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 oh, God. Okay. We should do okay. Proto Man next. <laughs> Shit. Okay. So... When I picture Proto Man, I have I have a Proto Man and a and a Mega Man choice, and the reason why I'm choosing Proto Man is because he kind of feels like an older version of Mega Man to me. Yeah, a cockier version, if it were. Also, mm-hmm. like I see this person and I think he's he must be the cockiest son of a bitch in the world. Because I would be too if I had that body. If I were Zac Efron, I'm picking Zac Efron. Yeah, that's my choice for Proto Man. All right, I was gonna pick Zac Efron too. Really? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Zac Efron is Proto Man. I feel like he could do that shit real fucking good. He could. Imagine him in sunglasses the whole time. It's like, man, Mega Man, you fucking suck. I'm out of here. Peace, I'm bitch. Here. I feel like Proto Man curses. I feel like Proto Man curses all the time. Ugh. Now that just leaves me to wonder, like, who did you pick for Mega Man? Because I have a choice for Mega Man. Mm-hmm. I chose uh, someone that I feel I feel like this guy could pull off a mullet because I want mullet uh, Mega Man. I don't know about you. Mullet Mega Man. I'm you never seen Mega Man with a mullet? It was back when they were, like, a 3D version of him. What the fuck? <laughs> yes. <laughs> About to do some Googles on Mega Man. Mullet. Mullet. Uh, I don't know if they call it, I don't think they'll be like, oh, here's his mullet, but it was like he had longer hair. It was like Mega Man 3, I think. Oh, his hair just looked like that? Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Let me look at pictures of Mega Man without you know. I'm just gonna say Mega Man without helmet. Without. Oh yeah, the W doesn't work. God damn it! Why doesn't your W work? I think it rained on my computer, so the W, S, and the X don't work on my computer. No, don't record what I'm saying, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hold on. But. I mean, I'm sure you've seen him without his helmet. It's like this long bangs, and then there's like long hair in the back, and it's kind of just short on the sides. Mega Man, no helmet. Mega Man Legends. Look that up. Oh, oh, you're talking about that Mega Man. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I want that. I want someone that can pull that off, and I think I could see that in the actor Logan Lerman. Who was in Percy Jackson? Jesus Christ! You need to get out of my fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> I did. <laughs> oh my god! 
<laughs> Twice, <laughs> it two not the same, not this, not two episodes in a row, but the same episode. It's fucked up that we both were like, you know, who would look like an older version of Logan Lerman, <laughs> Zach Efron. <laughs> oh my god, I feel like I need to pick someone else now. I can't think of anyone else though, man. Unless I just think Logan Lerman could, he could sell it. He could do it. Unless I went with budget Logan Lerman, whose no- name I don't know, but he was a star From, of, of fucking is, uh, Ready Player One, and he was Cyclops. Oh, yeah. Or, I thought you were going to talk about Kid from 13 Reasons Why. Oh, I hate that kid's face, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, not him. Uh, who's the kid from... Uh, he's not a kid, but the guy from... Ty Sh- Sheridan. Ty Sheridan. Ty Sheridan? Yeah, but I don't really... You know how many fucking people look the same? Like, Logan Lerman looks different from Ty Sheridan, but Ty Sheridan definitely looks like that motherfucker from 13 Reasons Why, and both of them (laughs) definitely look like fucking Miles Teller. So... (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) Definitely. Jesus, man. What is going on with the... What's... Hollywood, do better. I need to think of, I'm, I want to think of someone else, but I'm trying to think of someone younger. But you know what? I can just go into the Disney Channel pool and see what I find. <laughs> Disney Channel original TV series. Oh yeah, the S doesn't work. Jesus Christ, Rex! <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a thing for this episode. My keys not working on my keyboard. Uh, hmm. Because Storm reads like 15. Mega Man can be like 16, 17. They can play older, honestly. Zach Efron's like 30, I think. Yeah. But I can't I can't think of anybody good who would make a good Mega. Oh, wait. No. Maybe. Did we ever choose <laughs> Ross Lynch for anything? Which one is he? He's the guy from uh he was Harvey and Sabrina. No, we haven't. He could I think he could do it. He's not a bad actor. He's not. And he's doing very good in, in Sabrina. Oh yeah, he he does great in Sabrina. Only other time I ever saw him was some show that was on Disney back in the day. Austin Austin and Alley. That one. He was on my he was in My Friend Dahmer. Have you seen that? He played uh Jeffrey Dahmer. Yo, I remember seeing pictures of that. I've never seen that movie. I kind of he was in a movie that. called Teen Beach Movie. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I, that brought back flashbacks. Did you watch that movie? I watched, like, part of it because I went to, like, my little cousin's birthday party to help chaperone them. And they were uh-huh. like, put it on Teen Beach Movie. Put it on Teen Beach Movie. And I was like, what the fuck is Teen Beach Movie? And then my aunt got mad at me because I was cursing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, By the I, don't, way. I don't know what that is. By the way, uh, Ross Lynch is doing the Sabrina, uh, what's her name, thing, where he has, like, a bunch of video shorts on his IMDb. Oh, shit. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine of them. Nine videos. Nine videos. So I guess IMDb is the place to be if you want to be an actor. So if you're an yes. actor out there and you're listening to this, post your videos on IMDb. Don't go to YouTube because 
I'm on IMDb. Yeah, Jonas is on IMDb. I'm not. I don't have a reason to be right now. I have a credit for visual effects in uh, in the um, uh, White Boy Rick movie. Oh, damn. And I have a credit as an actor in Bettina's music video. <laughs> Lit. Lit. I'm thinking about going into acting, Rex. What do you think about this acting right here? Dude, fucking do it. This is okay. Give me a scene. Give me a scene. All right, do uh, that one scene from Get Out where he crying, where he's sitting there, he froze and he start crying. Do it right now. Like you want me to cry? I want you to look shocked and cry at the same time. Oh yeah, look at that power. Nobody can see this. This plays terrible for audio, but Jonas <laughs> is fucking crying like a bitch right now. Oh my god. He is a tell me, animal. tell me to tell me to sink. Sink. No. Go into the sunken place. Oh. Oh. Yo, what was his name? The tall, the viner that uh, we were we were kind of friends with. With uh, he was really good friends with Bettina, tall white kid. <laughs> I don't know. You know who. You know who I'm talking about. He he had a great vine. Where it was like a, it was an RT vine where he was he got dragged into his bed and then he just like slowly drifted down. He did it all practically. I have no idea who you're talking about. I gotta ask Patina because it was such a good vine. I gotta ask Patina. Text her right now. Uh-huh. Even though she's probably out of the country. She is. But she uh, she should have liked one of my tweets just now. So. I'm gonna go with Ross Lynch's Mega Man instead because that Logan Lerman thing was too weird. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why are you afraid? Why are you afraid of? Like, I'm afraid of this. It scares me. Okay, I'm terrified. <laughs> I was like, "There's no." Okay, yeah, I picked Zach Efron. There's no way he's gonna pick Logan Lerman. <laughs> pick Logan fucking Lerman. That who's that biter that is very tall and white, and you hung out with him. <laughs> She's gonna be like, damn! I, I hung out with a lot, a lot of tall white viners. You mean Kyle? Wait, no, you mean <laughs> Jason? Uh. Okay. Um. We'll see what if if I if she if she messages me back while we're recording, then I'll mention it. But uh. Yeah, so I I think Logan Lerman would be good. You think Ross Lynch? That's just our choices. If you guys think you have better choices, tweet at us, please. Let us know who you think would be a great Mega Man. If you're a Mega Man fan, that's this is this is your time to shine. Come through. Let us know what you think. Have Tell us got, how. I got a question. Hold up. How yeah. many episodes is this now? Like twenty, eighteen, eighteen. Mm-hmm. How many emails have we gotten from people? None. Damn. We gotta yeah. do better. Rex, you gotta you gotta promote it more, man. I'm gonna Yeah, I am the one with ten K in this situation. Yeah. I feel like Sawyer, I, by the way. Sawyer's the viner. Sawyer. I know that name. I know I've seen his vines. I know I I know I've seen the vine you're describing. Definitely. Um, where's my phone? I'm gonna just go onto the TL and just retweet all the shit. Man, of course okay, hold on. You don't have to do it now while we're recording. I just got a phone call from someone. No, I got a phone call 37 minutes ago. 
from someone who hadn't hit me up all day. Is it me? No. But yeah, that's those are our choices. Yeah. But yeah, that I'm the thing about the Sawyer Vine is that's the original second place. He he did it before Jordan Peele. He beat Jordan Peele to it. Yep. Rex, if you want to look this one up, uh, this book, The Cabin at the End of the World. And it's on Goodreads. It's four paragraphs. Oh. They are pretty lengthy paragraphs. We could probably do it in, in a minute and a half. Pretty lengthy, but a minute and a half. You said they are or they aren't pretty lengthy? They are pretty lengthy. Oh, shit. Um, They're lengthier than our usual paragraphs that we get on Goodreads. The Cabin at the End of the World. Um, Goodreads, Goodreads, give me them Goodreads. Jeez Louise. Alright. I found them. Alright. So who's going to go first? I mean, I have my phone ready to go. I guess you'll go first. That means you get the biggest paragraph. Okay. Yeah. That, does what, that is what that means. So I'm going to get the uh, timer ready for this. Okay, Rex. You said a minute and a half? Yeah, let's do that. All right. We are going to bust out this minute and a half, one minute, 30 second power hour. And it goes down in three, two, one. Wait. (laughs) One and a half. Go. The Bram Stoker award-winning Arthur of uh, uh, a handful of ghosts. At... We're going to have to start over because I said it for an God. hour and 30 minutes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm like, ah, oh, that's a little too much time. Um, one minute. 30. We should do a whole book. <laughs> See if we can finish the book in an hour and a half. We finish the book uh, in an hour and a half. Fuck yeah, we could do that fucking book. Okay. Sorry for the interruption. But welcome back to the one minute, 30 second power hour, starting in three, two, one, go. The Bram Stoker award-winning author of A Head Full of Ghosts adds to an inventive twist to the home invasion horror story in a heart-palpitating uh, novel of psychological suspense that recalls Stephen King's misery, Ruth Wars, and an in dark in a dark, dark wood and Jack Ketchum's cult to hit the girl next door. Seven-year-old Wynn and his parents, Eric and Andrew, are vacationing in a remote cabin on a on a quiet New Hampshire lake. Their closest neighbors are more than two miles in either direction along a rutted dirt road. One afternoon, as Wen catches grasshoppers in the front yard, a stranger unexpectedly appears in the driveway. Leonard is the largest man Wen has ever seen in his young friendly, and he is, uh, wins over he wins her over almost instantly. Leonard and Wen talk and play until Leonard abruptly apologizes when he tells Wen, "None of this, none of what's going on happened is your fault." Three more strangers then arrive at the cabin carrying un- unidentifiable, menacing objects. As Wen spirits inside the warn to warn the parents, Leonard calls out. Your dad won't be won't uh, dad won't uh, your dads won't help want to help us in when 
<laughs> but they have to. We need to. We need your help to save the world. Thus begins an unbearably tense and gripping tale of paranoia, sacrifice, apocalypse, and the survival that escalates to a shattering conclusion, one in which the fate of a loving family and a quite and quite possibly all of humanity are intertwined or entwined. The cabin at the edge of the world is a masterpiece of terror and suspense from the fantastically fertile imagination. Shit! Shit! Whoa. Shit! That's Shit. my fault. That's my fault. Ah my fault. man, I was so close. I was messing up so much for some reason. Man. Uh, also, it's Leonard. Leonard. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Leonard. I was like, Leonard. <laughs> that is how I pronounce it in my head. And that is the way that you probably should actually pronounce it. <laughs> People but it's Leonard. It's Leonard. Uh, um, you know, I'm actually interested in this book. It seems pretty badass. Yeah, I'm like, shit. The cabin at the end of the world. Your dads won't want to let us in, when, but they have to. We need your help to save the world. Hmm. We need your help to save the world. Ugh. It's got a Wikipedia. And the... It's got a Wikipedia? I didn't know that. It's a very short paragraph. A gay couple and their adopted oh. Chinese daughter are taking a vacation in a secluded cabin. Their dwelling is invaded by four strangers who take the family captive and tell them to, to prevent an upcoming apocalypse. One of them must be killed by the others. Oh. Well, shit. What? Apparently there's a film nation acquired the rights to make a film about it, so maybe seeing that about Wait. it someday. Family captive and tell them to prevent the upcoming apocalypse. Oh, he's just... I think these people are just trying to kill gay people. That's horrible. This is awful. This homophobic-ass book. Fuck you! This book in this homophobia trying to kill a little Asian girl and her gay parents. This is xenophobic, homophobic. All right, I ain't gonna say nothing else because it might not be where the book is going. But... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was the one-minute... 30 second power hour which we failed yet again guys better luck next time because of my uh, because of me it was my fault hey Jonas it was both of our faults <sighs> anyways guys Rex what are you enjoying this week this week I've been watching a lot of Brooklyn Nine-Nine because mm. honestly it's probably the best sitcom on television right now mm-hmm. um, it's got a very diverse cast I enjoy just falling asleep to it and waking up in the random randomness of each episode even it's it's random it's weird but it's got a lot of heart to it and it's trying like i don't trust cops but like if i were to trust any cops it would be the cops working in brooklyn 99 because yeah there is a great episode that i know you've seen is the uh where terry it's called the moon it's moomoo and it's where terry is um profile it Profiled yeah. for being black, and it's it's just a really good episode because uh, Terry Crews sells it in that episode where he's like, where he says like, and my daughters won't have being a cop on their side, to, you know, to fall back on. I don't like thinking about that, and I was like, fuck, that's that's like him as a father thinking about that. Yeah, because in real life, it's terrifying, man. Like, I've is. been pulled over so many fucking times, it's not even funny. And I have relatives who are cops, and they all tell me the same shit. Well, not cops. They were sheriffs. But they were like, just listen to what they say. And I'm like, yeah, I do. It doesn't prevent me from staying there for an hour waiting on them to do something and being scared for my life that I'm going to get shot. Like, Yeah. And, you know, when I was younger, I got profiled for being Mexican in a Mexican neighborhood. But, you know, 
No one in the '90s knew what a Filipino was, dude. It's so it's crazy. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna keep it real with you. Like in the '90s, I didn't know there was anything but Chinese. I just thought that that <laughs> I thought everybody who was Asian was Chinese, and that was mad racist. But I also thought that everybody from Africa was just Africans. So yeah, you know, sure. I learned better as I got older. The education system in my state failed me as a child. <laughs> um, but. Uh, yeah, guys, racism sucks, but yeah. you know we got to deal with it, especially with your two amazing creators here, the black and the brown. We know how racism is dealt with, but we still get along. Hell yeah. We get along with everyone. True shit, except Republicans. True shit. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> by the way, I got I got so excited because I thought this was a real tweet by Donald Trump. <laughs> oh man, what does it say? I got. Uh, Olive uh, uh, tweeted this, and she was like, "When your when your eight year old brother, when your eight year old cousin gets a hold of your Twitter account, and it, I just saw Donald J Trump, and I thought it was real, and it said, I did it. Coward Obama didn't do it. I went to Iraq for an hour. An hour. No one is braver than me. It was scary. They made my plane dark. Then my big plane landed. I ran to the building very fast. Everybody saw I did it. They clapped. I'm a hero. I'm a veteran. I did it. And the thing is, like, I can see him saying that. Uh, man. I just... Oh. I just want him to get confused between text messaging and tweeting one time and just send the most inflammatory shit in the world. And everybody be like, I think this is grounds. I think this is grounds to get him, get rid of him. Yeah. Not that'll, not that that'll solve all of our problems, but like, yeah, but if we get rid of him, it'd be nice. It'd be a small victory. By the way, have you heard his little eight year old, uh, tirade recently where he's like, I'm not opening the government until we build a wall. Yeah, I saw that shit. That's dumb. Ah, so you sound like a child. Like, dude, I thought you cared about the American citizens, but a lot of them aren't gonna get paid because you're not opening the government because of a wall that won't work. Yeah, which is essentially uh, a big fence. Fucking idiot. It, yeah, that's it. That's all it is. Um, this week I am enjoying um, just the soundtrack for uh. For Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, cause it is so good. It is. It's so good. It is. Like, and if if and so far my choices like the ones that I continuously listen to is Juice World Hide mm-hmm. and Sunflower by Post Malone and Swaley. 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 Sorry. I just wish that uh, Sunflower didn't have Post Malone on it, and it would be a much better song. In my oh, you don't like Post Malone? I'm not a fan of his. His music doesn't speak to me like it does to the young ones. But I do like Sway yeah. Lee. Um, and his yeah. part is the part that I like. Fresh at my plate, baby, you're it. Ready to pick up, and you're it. Like, that's, that's the part that I like. That song's good. Um, did you, uh, do you like um, Juice World? Juice World's not bad. He's just a little stupid. But... <laughs> <laughs> Like he's not ter- he's just a little dumb. I hate that one popular song that he. Lo- I still see the shadows in my room. Hell, you look like low when I get you. I'm just like this song was made by someone who probably would have really struck it big, 
during the Hot Topic era of 2006. Also, quick, quick, quick thing about Into the Spider-Verse. There's guaranteed yeah. to be a sequel to that movie. I think I might have brought this up last week. Like, there's going to yeah, be a did. sequel to this movie. Did I mention... If there isn't, I'm going to be upset. Honestly. And did I tell you... Did I say that? Like, there should be a sequel and it should start Gwen? There's what? There should be a sequel and it should star Gwen? Yeah. I did yeah. say that? Okay. I was yeah. like, man, there's got to be a sequel. It's got to star Gwen. It's got to have the aesthetic. It's got to have the same aesthetic that they gave to Miles, but give it to Gwen, where it's just like, yeah, girl rock. Yeah. Girl rock. Do you do you want it to be how do you, do you want it to be like low level villains like how they had the Kingpin or do you want it to be like a a almost apocalyptic type villain like how they deal with in the Spider-Verse comic book? I want her to deal with villains from her universe. Mm-hmm. But I want her to deal because I think in her universe they have a really interesting iteration of the hand that's being run by yeah. Matt Murdock. Yeah. So I want her to deal. And he's still a lawyer. He's still a lawyer, and he's a ruthless fucking murderer. And I want them to deal with him. I want them to run into fucking cop Frank Castle. Mm. Like, I want them to see Felicia Hardy show up at some point. Uh, I can't. I don't know if that's her name in the universe. I know it's a black cat, and she's black, and she's a cat burglar, and she looks really fancy, and she's from France. But mm. I want them to just deal with that, and it's just Miles... And uh, Penny comes in from her universe, and then bring in Miguel and a new another and another miscellaneous Spider-Man. Spider Punk. Spider Punk, bring in Spider Punk, two black Spider Men. Two black Spider. Two that'd be great. Black Spider Man. You know what? I forgot to mention this. You you were like, what Spider Man? What I want to see adapted? Mm-hmm. There's a Spider Man that I forgot about. And that is the Spider-Man from the very, very old live-action Japanese TV show, Spider-Man. Ooh, yes. With the big-ass thing on his wrist? With the thing on his wrist and the fucking giant robot that he pilots. Yeah. Because that Spider-Man, if that Spider-Man had never existed, Power Rangers would have never got Megazords. Really? Yeah, like, the Power like, over in Japan, Super Sentai, before that series came out, they didn't have, like, giant robots. They just had, like, vehicles that they would ride around in, and the the monsters never got big. Because Mm -hmm. Spider-Man was so successful, but they had lost, I think they lost the license to use Spider-Man as a character again. So they gave the concept of giant robots to Super Sentai. Dope. And that's why they have giant robots and fight giant monsters now because of that series. Yeah. By the way, there's a there's something relating to the Power Rangers in the Aquaman movie. I want you to see that so that we can talk about it. I gotta go see Aquaman now. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, but yeah, guys, that's that's the end of the episode. Uh, tweet at us, please. Let us know what you think about anything. Uh, if you enjoy this podcast, please rate, review, subscribe. Uh, let uh, give us if you if you get us to enough followers and enough subscribers, we're gonna come out with the merch that Rex and I have been have been uh, working hard on. Working real hard, hyping the fuck up. We got merch ideas, guys. So we do. We actually do have merch ideas, like several shirts and who knows whatever else. It's gonna be Totes. weird. It's gonna be real weird. Tell yeah. your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your parents. Let their parents we're, listen We're to a it. wholesome podcast. No, we're not. But tell your parents, because they're going to hear us talking about fucking 
KJ Apa's body in one episode. <laughs> <laughs> they be like, oh, they're gay. Like, no, they're not, that, but... That's a shirt idea right there. <laughs> KJ Apa's abs. Look at his, Just on a shirt. Look at his body. He'd make a great flesh. <laughs> <laughs> Just our heads next to the picture of KJ Apa's abs, and then it's a word bubble like, look at his abs. He would make a great flesh. <laughs> Amazing. Uh... Guys, uh, but yeah, you can um, you can tweet at us at the universe R- uh, RJU podcasts on Twitter, and you can email us at the universe RJ at gmail.com. And you can also find my lovely co host right here, Rex Testarossa, on R E X T E S T A R O S S A. You got it right. Okay, on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok, if you want, so choose to follow me on TikTok. Please don't follow me on TikTok, <laughs> it's terrible. But you can find Jonas at J-O-N-A-S-T-Y-D-R-A-W-Z. You can follow him on Twitter Instagram. You can buy some of his art because he's an amazing artist. And if you want some work done, you can give him money and he'll get it done for you. And I'm also selling my prints. That's just something I'm going to put that out there for. I am going to re- retweet and keep posting on my Instagram stories that I'm selling these prints because people wanted them and they're not doing shit now. <laughs> Damn it. Do like, oh, I want to buy this. And they're like, oh, okay, here you go. Oh, what? You, you're serious? Well, yeah, yeah, I'm serious. Selling it. After Christmas, buy yourself something. You want it, get it. Get it. All right. All right, guys. Uh... So, all right, guys. Uh, let me uh, let me uh, pull you guys to the side and uh, impart a little bit of a little bit of uh, going going forward wisdom with you. Like we hope that you enjoyed the podcast. We hope that you had a good time listening to it. If you didn't, we're sorry. We hope you come back again and have a better time the next time you come. Um, we hope you heard some things that uh, like just made you go wow. And, it, and we hope we heard some things that made you think, like, oh, man, I would love to see this or that, and just makes your imagination go wild. But if you heard something on this podcast today that absolutely blew your fucking mind, I just want to say, I hope your wig don't get flipped. <laughs> You have just finished listening to The Universe According to Rex and Jonas. It is created by Brian Foster and Jonas Robinette, hosted by Brian Foster and Jonas Robinette, edited by Jonas Robinette, with help by audio producer Kyle C. Kelly.